Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. We have a couple of super amazing people that we're so excited to have on the podcast today. Please welcome Forrest Haig and Ruben Kenny. So you got the practice run in there and I got closer this time saying your last name. So thank you (laughs) for putting up with me. (laughs) You're right. So thanks for having us on the show, guys. Uh, It's awesome. You guys are so great. Thank you. Thank oh, you. you guys are great. Just wait till you hear our fart soundboard and then you won't have the same opinion. So, or maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe we'll be brothers through all that by the end of this. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but yeah, we're super excited because uh, Forrest and Ruben have a very cool app called uh, a live show. And it's, we're going to get into it, but it's, it's essentially an amazing app that you can use for uh, open mics with comedy. And it's, a blast it's so cool super amazing can't wait to talk to him more about that but yes yes it'll be super exciting um uh, but before we get started we actually have a a question from someone in twitch that says okay the best question who is your favorite superhero uh i know it's a cop out and everyone hates me if i say this but it's it's always going to be wolverine because Uh, okay yeah it's always going to be wolverine because of my uh i grew up on that cartoon man the X-Men cartoon. And oh, yeah. In that, there is no one better. Everybody was just little whiny girls. <laughs> just coming in and messing up places. I mean, it was awesome. So, yeah. even though I love the new movies and I love all the new characters, not the new characters, but the new inventions of characters, Wolverine will always be my number one. That's pretty cool. Ruben, how about you? Based on that show, based on that show, anyone who says Cyclops is just lying. <laughs> right. Like, no like, one, yeah. I like Cyclops. No, you don't. Yeah, you might as well say Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the turtles. Fair. Yeah, yeah, from the turtles. See, I'm I was I'm from Belgium, so like it was less a thing. So, <laughs> but the biggest the biggest superhero in my head is He Man, but I don't think it's a real superhero. But, no, I think that you know, counts. He's a guy that has special powers. Universe? Yeah, that's totally yeah. a superhero. And he's coming uh, back. Yeah, Adam Smith is bringing him back. Oh, that's amazing. Skeletor and all of that. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's a yeah. show where I, I definitely played with the toys, but do not remember the show at all. So I know they recently just dropped the new trailer uh, for the show that's coming out on Netflix. And I watched it. And I'm like, I feel literally nothing about this. I feel like I should, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't even know who these characters are. Other than that, so I'm like, that's he, man. That's Skeletor. Other than that, I'm like, I don't know what any of this is. So. And they had these, 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 if you hit it, it had like one stripe. And if you hit it again, he had like two stripes. Yes. Do you remember that? I, that yes, amazing. I had that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good time. Totally. Oh, my God. I had way too many He-Man uh, toys. 
Yeah. Far too, I had a the replica of the Castle Grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the cat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had that plus a bunch of um, Thundercat stuff that, again, don't know anything about it, played with it. It's like if they were like, Thundercats is coming back out, I'm like, cool, don't remember it at all. So have fun. Yeah, I didn't have much with Thundercats for some reason. Someone yeah. asked me what my favorite Thundercat was, and I was like, the brown one. Like, I, 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 I had no <laughs> idea. I was like, it just wasn't in my radar for some reason. James yeah. Thundercat. He's my favorite. <laughs> Samuel J. Cat. Right. Attorney at law. Mine, a friend of mine was taking down his like kid toys for his kids to play with. And one of them was Mask. Do you remember Mask? Like Those Jim guys? No, it was no? like these little guys and they had a mask and they rode vehicles that turned into other vehicles. Like each vehicle had like was like a motorcycle and a helicopter and like. I no, feel like this I was it like all. was it like M period A period S period K period was that what it was or am I just I don't know for a second no, there mask, that made sense they, they, they each had a mask that they put on top of no anyhow I saw it and it was so nostalgic um, but uh, hold on I'm looking this up I'm looking this up yeah there's a mask cartoon I, I want to look it up <laughs> and uh, yeah I think this this is all like they're they all look like they're in like hazmat suits. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, some had weird hair, and like the mask went over it, but their hair kept <laughs> out. It was amazing. Wait, this guy's yeah. name is Hondo McLean. That's one of the characters. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, I don't know what kind of mics he goes to. Oh my gosh! So he's got it's like, like a, a superhero mic. That's a theme that we should do. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, this looks yeah, yeah. this looks very classic 80s toys is what it looks like to me you know something that's pretending to be something normal but normal is this is like a blue cadillac from the 50s that has flames on the side and then it pops out and it shoots like uh anti-aircraft guns and tank stuff out of out of stuff i'm like yeah that's very much uh an 80s toy yeah (laughs) yeah i was just gonna say just looking at the image i was gonna say it looks like a hybrid between gi joe and transformers and then I looked in the Wikipedia article, and it specifically said it is a hybrid of popular era cartoons, GI Joes, and Transformers. Perfect. That's good strategy, right? Like, what's popular? GI Joe, Transformers. Let's put them together. Let's rip them both <laughs> off. And there we go. The mask on them. Yes. Yeah, there you go. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, well, Zeddy, thank you for for asking that question. It's always she's always really good about uh, firing off a question to get things rolling. So we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, before we keep going, uh, a little bit of housekeeping uh, on our side. Just as a reminder, if you don't already, please follow us on Spotify. We exist there as well as other podcast platforms, which, um, by the way, Justin, did you hear that, um, you know, uh, Apple Podcast is having some bullshit right now with some of their episodes? No. Like where some of the episodes, like when they come out, they don't actually get pushed to the end user. Like they don't get alerted? Nope. They don't. They don't show up. I've noticed that with some of my well, podcasts. They don't show up at all? Oh nope. shit! No, I even though they exist that. in other places. So I don't know. Yeah. If you can't find us on Apple Podcasts, look for us other places like Spotify. You say it like that, Spotify. Uh, also, we have a Discord server, so you should come hang out with us there. Uh, to find that, go to twitch.tv slash podcast in the bottom section in the about area. There's a little Discord box. Just click on that. It'll bring you right over to our server. We've got a bunch of nerds and fun people that hang out there. Uh, we set up game nights. Uh, we post memes. We've got Zenny who posts all of her curations from 9gag. So it's a real good time. We have a really good time. Come hang out with us there. Also, check out our merch at Redbubble. 
just head over to redbubble.com, type in Mind Gap Podcast, and you'll find all of our good stuff there. And lastly, if you don't know, we do live stream our podcasts as well as we do a video game live stream every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central. So uh, come check that out. Uh, I'm usually hosting something fun and interesting, so uh, come check that out. uh, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central, we uh, host the podcast. Saturdays, 8 p.m. Central, we do our video game stream. So come check those out. All right. Housekeeping over. Let's talk. Let's talk about you, cool guys. So, Ruben and Forrest, you have this app called A Live Show. Tell everyone what this is and why they should download it and why they should use it and why they should start getting their tight five ready to go right now. (laughs) Or tight three. Or whatever. So, A Live Show is an app that we're trying to make a kind of like a toolkit, like a comedy, a digital comedy companion, right? So whatever level of comedy that you're at, this is going to support you on the digital side, right? So uh, this means that if you want to perform an open mic and you can't get to open mics very often, you can come in and do an open mic every day. There's multiple open mics every day. You just drop in. Everyone's welcome to perform. And uh, there is a room size limit, but uh, there's still a couple shows every night and uh, a live audience will be there to laugh at your jokes, you'll get your feedback, you'll get your tapes, you'll get your archived shows so that you can watch them later and try to get better. And you can make those public or private and it's all up to you. It's all for you, you know. Um, then if you're a comedian who's doing shows, you have showcases, you can produce shows. You can come in and produce shows in the app. You can make your own showcase. You can make your own, you could make your own open mic if you'd like. You could, there's there's no limitation to features that we have for producing shows inside the app as well. And then lastly, I'd say that our big, our overall theme is connecting comedians and producers together. We want to make it so that comedians are supported by us giving them work, you know, things to do, like shows and connections and networking. And this all comes back to the stage. We all want to get on stage and we want to have a lot of fun, right? So we have stage mode now, too, where we make it so that you can set up a live show to live stream a show that you produce on stage. It'll give those videos to all the individual comedians for you. When you leave a show, you'll be able to have all the information of all the comedians that were at the show. So you can say, send them emails. You know, A lot of it is exchanging cards now. You know, hey, what's your card? What's your card? Give me your... Give me your address. Give me your email, right? And this is all in the app. Hey, you're in the show. Uh, what's up? You know, you don't have to find any of this. And then finally, introduce ticketing. So if you're doing a live show on a stage, you can now have 500 more people in the audience if that's the level of what you can pull. You know, uh, wow. it's up to you. It's all up to you. And we're there to support you every step of the way of your comedy career. Wow, this is, I mean, is. It, you're you're curating a a uh, a comedy based social network is yeah, really what I it mean, sounds like. It's 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 incredible. Thank you. Well, it's definitely been a lot of work. So cheers to Ruben, the programmer. <laughs> you're doing it, buddy. <laughs> Good job, pal. Give, give credit where it's due. <laughs> Justin, you're right. And and I, what is really fun is when we see comedians that were on our show. All of a sudden doing shows together on like, like you see on social media. Oh, now Jimmy and Johnny are now in a show together on Zoom or live. I saw a picture this week of two of people that have come that have performed on our app together in L.A. 
in a, on an open mic. And it was just fun to see um, that kind of like networking. And can we can we be that platform where people go to? Because it, it's very spread out right now. People meet on, on Instagram and on Twitter and like they try to find the right places. We yeah. would love to be the one, the place to help people to um, to network and 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 like Forrest said, like have the the comedians and the producers connect, but also then the audio audience. Um, that's like sure. the Always. ultimate yeah. goal. Yeah, uh, Justin and I hopped in to catch a show the other night, and I was so blown away by how great this is just in general, because um, I think it's breaking down some additional barriers for folks who want to dip their toes into this, right? Like I couldn't tell you, even when, you know, Justin and I, you know, lived in Chicago, I didn't know where you could even go to find a, an open mic. Right. And it's like, you got to drive all the way. I'm lazy. Yeah. Drive all the way over there. It's probably some weird time, you know, at night. And for some of them, they're kind of exclusive, right? Like drop your name in a fishbowl and maybe you get pulled. Maybe you don't. And what I like about this was this experience was they were all just three minutes sets. People did their sets. You could interact with them. And then when their time was up, there's like a 10 second window where they kind of introduce the next one. The next one comes on. So no one's stealing time from anybody or anything like that. And I was like, wow, this is really reduced the barrier to just trying this. Like, I'm not going to lie for half a second. I'm like, I wonder if I could come up with three minutes and just try it out. And then I'm like, yeah, take it easy, Doug. Take it easy. All right. Take it easy. You know what I always compare? What I always think of when I think about going to mics, because I'm from Michigan and I've done mics out here where you have to do the, the road gig. It feels like you're always on a road gig whenever you do a mic because they're so spread out. And then I lived in New York for a long time, did stand up over there where you could do 10 mics a night all on the subway if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But that's still a lot of effort. And what I always remember from doing it is trying to find the guy. So like the first time you go to a place, you don't know who is running it, right? Yep. So it's there's always one guy that you're like looking for notebooks, right? You're like notebook hawking, and <laughs> and you're looking for that guy who's writing, who's writing it, and it always just happens to be someone who's not writing and is at the bar between a lot of people who looks normal as AF, right? <laughs> you're like like how do you find that guy? You know, yeah. I don't know how. And then you just eventually you see a comedian walk up to. And you're like, that's the dude. So I, I always think of that as one of those one of those like awkward moments brought on by going to a mic for the first time, you know? Well, and never having never done an open mic ourselves, like that's not even something that we knew that you had to contend with. Yeah. Was finding that because in my mind, you walk into an open mic and there's like the person running it would presumably be like almost by the door greeting people. But obviously that doesn't sound like how it happens no. at all. A lot of these so. aren't even a lot of these are in maybe there's a stage but there's nobody on it you know a lot of times they're there early because you're going to be early they're not early they come yeah. right they're there every week so they know exactly what it is, you know so there's a lot of routine that yeah. you don't necessarily there's like a small it feels like a dance almost <laughs> where you have to know the steps and it's for <laughs> each and every mic everyone yeah. has a little different setup sure know? As someone who's like social has social anxiety, this is a beautiful app to be like, yeah, just be here, oh, and it will, will, will minimize all of that, yeah. and just you know, um, it was just I, I was really impressed at how smooth it was, and I really like the design of it as well, and um, again, I'm all about things that can break down barriers, um, yeah. 
I, you know, I hate to use the word disruptor because it's such a gross corporate word these days, you know, but it's one of those things where, you know, it's like we used to do it this way because this is how we used to do it. You know, this right. is like we it's a tradition, I guess you could say, like, yeah, traditionally, this is how you do it. It's like, no, we don't have to do that. We can do this. And now it's like, oh, wait, anyone can download this app and in a few easy steps. Boom. They're up on a stage on a digital stage, interacting, trying out stuff. And I'm like, wow, what a great and inclusive and easy to use uh, piece of software. So congratulations to you guys. Thanks. This is phenomenal. It's very awesome. Well, that's definitely the goal is to make it so that anybody, you know, I think of comedians who have kids. I think of that can't go out every night. I think of yeah. people where the mic is an hour drive and maybe you just can't buy the gas right now. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think about, but I, I also just think about people that have always wanted to try it and just don't have any comedy friends at all. You know what I mean? Where do you start? You Google like how to do comedy in, in Williamton, <laughs> right. Virginia. You know, like, like what? What's that going to lead to? And some people, that barrier is too much. You know, right. some people, hey, maybe I'll try it out. Oh, that's just not possible. You know, and that's something that we can really uh, help out. Well, I'm glad you just, I mean, you're taking the geography out of the equation, right? You don't yeah, have to physically right. go, I guess I'm going to go to Chicago to be a part of that scene. I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to go to LA. It's like, no, wherever right. you are, because that's where we are right now in the world, right? Wherever you right. are is cool. You know, yeah. you, we are found a way in almost every aspect to be like, great, you can work from home. Let's make comedy work from home. And I've, I've heard, you know, back and forth from, you know, some other comedians. They're like, yeah, I can't do a Zoom show because I'm sure it, there's nothing that will compare, right, to a live show. Like getting up in front of stage, physically being there. I mean, even Justin and I have had to adapt. We used to meet in person in the basement of a bar and do this face to face, which was great. I don't think anything will ever quite capture that. But this is super convenient what we do now where sure. we have flexibility. I can, in the comfort of my own house, uh, do a podcast with Justin. That sounds pretty darn good. And yeah. I think it's and great. We can have guests on like you guys who we would never have been able to yeah. make this work if it was only strictly in person. Yeah. And you've you've done this, applied that same methodology to this, which is like, hey, let's get you up here. Let's give you an opportunity to, you know, practice your, your craft or, or try it out and, and see how it goes. Um, and yeah. we, Just so everyone who is out there is clear, there, there is a live audience. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone's ever tried this out, but. There is a live audience that you'll hear laughing like you're in a stage show. And I also want to make clear that we don't want to replace stage shows. We're not trying to like fight stage shows or right. stage nights. We just want to be the thing that makes it so that you can do more comedy. Do your stage mics. And then now you can do one of the days that you can't do stage mics. Right. You can do two of them. And if you're and then you can check out a showcase for a show that's in another city and see some really good comedians and you know, it's, as uh, especially if you're doing the mics, it's all free. So yeah, uh, more reps, baby. I think to what you were saying too about the geography element of it, <clears throat> Doug, and then uh, Forrest, you were saying uh, people who may you know want to just you guys are potentially helping the next great comedian who right. may be in just the middle of nowhere in just this isolated <laughs> you know place that that they can't go out. Maybe they're in a rural community and it's a three hour drive to the closest city. And then it's, but they've also got a job and a fan. You, right. That person may never get the opportunity to go take that first step. And this is a very, very approachable, uh, reachable way to get that first step. And 
they, they get the bug, they try out a little bit, they get a real tight three minutes, they work it into five. And then now they've got a reason to go to a live show right. and, and a physical live show and take that next step. But without your app, they may never have been able to do that. So, you know, to take it a step further, we also provide joke workshops where you can come cool. in and tell your jokes to us and we can give you some notes and some pointers. Oh, wow. We do it once a week on Wednesdays right now. But if people want to start running their own joke workshops, we're totally open to that. Uh, we I think that's, also, what? I think that's what you just said. The last thing is, that's where I want to get head to is that it's a platform that others can right. host their shows. Like right now we host all the shows because right. we love the platform and we know it. But like if we can have a place where there are good comedians that want to and you could say, hey, I want to run some jokes by that person. They can host that. And maybe that's a way for them to get some awesome. monetization, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. Forrest, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah, so uh, I just feel like there, we we put a lot in place to make sure that anyone who wants to try comedy or is new to comedy or has been doing comedy and just feels burnt out a little bit, like we're here to support those people. And that we offer joke workshops, we offer nightly open mics, and we offer a networking that you can't get in other places. You know, you'll be able to talk to the comedians that are in the show before and after the show verbally. Like we just leave the room open yeah. so everybody can just hang out. You know, it's, that's awesome. It's, yeah. So it, there's a, just a lot of stuff in there and archives, right? So you can always come and rewatch your sets. And then yeah. eventually we uh, just one more thing. We do Friday fibers. So on Fridays, it's all five minutes. Nice. Yeah. So people who want to expand a little bit more out of that three and, and try, right. try to Go do a, a bigger. slightly longer. Yeah. Yeah, well, five, I feel, is more of the standard. Yeah. Right. I would do a Sunday showcase where we try to find a really good headliner mm-hmm. that is doing 10 minutes. And then we look at the people from that week who tried it, our app out and we ask them, do you want to be in our uh, showcase? Right. Oh, so like we cool. try right. and the showcase has a host. And if you're part of our Patreon group, you could be the host. And wow. so we had we had three or four people already hosting and they're yeah. like, we've never hosted before. And this was a lot of fun. Like so it, like, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So it's, it's a lot. Of, I just do it. It sounds to me like you guys are very, uh, it seems like you guys are very focused on the development, on keeping the purity of, of the craft and the art form of stand up comedy and kind of pushing that forward. I'm curious, did this app come about because of that first, or did the pandemic force your hand into making it? Uh, or again, or did the idea of like, how can we create this community? And then the pandemic was basically like, here you go. Now you're forced to figure it out. Like which, which, which one came for, or what was the genesis of it? I guess. You go. Uh, Forrest, go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> this is, I just love answering this question. This is my favorite question. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So this is actually, yeah, for a little history lesson, this is actually a, a reinvention of an app that we made about three years earlier. Okay. Okay. And, but it was a different concept. It was to do stage shows. So it was more of like a game show. And we called it crowdsourced comedy. Okay. And what we did with this is we had a website we would stream to. And then we made an app that would allow the audience to participate in the live stage show, whether they were in the audience or at home. Okay. So what we did is you would go to it, you would open your app, it would show you all the shows that were canceled. You could click it and then it would let you. RSVP and you could sub- 
submit photos to the show from your phone. So you could say, okay, here's a photo of me and my buddy. Here's some stupid meme I saw. Here's a dog, right? Just put it in, right? And everyone would do this. And then when you came to the live show, instead of comedians doing rehearsed material, they would go up and we had a projector on. And two of those pictures that people submitted would pop up behind them with a timer. And then they would also pop up on everyone's phones at the same time. And they'd have 10 seconds to vote what picture they wanted this guy to be funny about right now. Oh, so not cool. only was the picture from somebody that was in the audience right now, but they were choosing real time what this guy was going to be funny about, and he had no control. Wow. So then that would go full screen, and then he'd have to be funny about this. And we gave him five minutes, and he'd keep calling for pictures. So he'd get one picture, he'd do some jokes about it, get a good laugh. Okay, let's get another one. Another two pop up. Another two pop up on your phone. You vote. And it really made, I wanted to find a way, me and Ruben wanted to find a way to, uh, I just thought that improv had such a cool thing with the audience participation. I'm like, if stand-up comedy is going to like be a thing for a long time, I feel like we need to change the format a little bit, right? Like, get more sure. involved. We're in a place where sitting quiet in the audience is getting home, you know? So, especially with everything being so in your face all the time, you know, yeah. you're always a part of everything now. No one's not a part of – I mean, crap. It feels like a, you win a sports game. When you, it feels like you win the World Series when a guy – when they win because it's just everywhere. Everyone wears the shirts. and It's on every network. It's like, yeah, I did it. Like, you're still watching. <laughs> so so it was a cool concept, right? And But the problem was that it was a stage show only. So the app was there to support the stage. So I was booking shows all around New York City and booking comedians to do this. And then I had to promote it, and I had to right. – uh, I mean, it was just, I'm, I'm passing up flyers into the square. I'm like, it was just some of the hardest work I've ever done. And I had to have a tech with me to run a camera and to run uh, all the stuff that we had set up. So it eventually was just too much to handle. We did a lot of fun stuff with it. We did a lot of cool theaters in New York, but it was just too much to handle. Sure. So we took, we stepped back and we took a break. From it. And then we've always talked about doing it again, but being smarter about it. Why don't we bring the stream in? We brought that up a couple times. There just wasn't any, we were just like, eh, you know, it was fun when it lasted. You know, let's, let's, uh, unless something jumps out that's crazy, we'll talk about it, right? And then when, when we were really focusing on it, that's when COVID started happening. And I was like, well, uh, Ruben, Ruben and I were discussing, well, what if we put the live stream in so that you could watch from anywhere. And we we're like, well, yeah, but what if we made it so that the comedians could perform from it? And they're like, I mean, that's when it clicked. I was like, oh, we could really use this as comedians. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we could really use a platform where I could go on and do stand-up comedy and get valued feedback to help increase, like, you know how many mics I've done since last May? How many, how many people do you think have done more than, <laughs> you know, like, 10, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, many, yeah. let's say they went really hard and they did 50, <clears throat> right? I've done, uh, since last May, I've done almost three, almost 280 mics now, I think. Holy shit. Uh, 280 just in the app. That's 280 times three minutes a piece plus a couple fibers. That's how much time I've worked out. And I've never told, uh, not never. I, this last month, I've taken a little break from uh, writing new material for every set. But I wrote new material for every set. For, so, uh, wow. Think of all that material that I pushed through in that yeah. short amount of time in the middle of a pandemic where people, a lot of people quit comedy. You know, a lot of people aren't coming back, you know? Yeah. And so oh. uh, it just, it just made sense. And once we got the audience, audio really turned up when we first started, 
We just had the same kind of concept, but it was all taps. So there's no audience audio. Okay. okay, the comedian's going to have audio, and then if you like the joke, you tap the screen. And then you tap the screen, and, and a little icon will pop up that you can draw. You're like, that's, that's a good start, right? Mm-hmm. But we really needed that feedback from the audience. We really needed those laughs to make it feel like it was worth it. You know, yeah. to go up there and feel more like you were just talking into a, a, a selfie recorder. You know, so once we turned the audience audio on, that's when things really started to shift in the higher gear. Our audience base really picked up. People really started to enjoy it as much as I have this whole time. And we've just been riding that wave ever since, looking for ways to make it better, looking for new features to add so that we can support these comedians as they battle through what's left over of the pandemic virtually and what is now opening up on a live stage. We want to be there with you. You know, We want to help you out. We want to make it. And why wouldn't you, right? Like, to me, it seems so obvious to have a live stream at your stage show. Like, oh, absolutely. But changing the game is an interesting one. I was talking to somebody earlier today about, like, recording. And they're like, yeah, after we do a stage show, the producer sells us our content. Yeah, so you can buy your set for the... And, but we were like, hey, if you use us, you get it for free. And I think there's like, oh... Then we're like, oh, maybe producers won't won't want that. But if we can add ticketing to that, right. then they get another revenue stream, and maybe they'll be okay with giving it right. for free to the comedians. So now everybody wins. Like yeah, everybody right. wins in that scenario. And like, yeah. why not change the game if we can? And like mm-hmm. that notebook, somebody running around with a notebook. What if you just walk in and you show your a live show profile? It's me. Great, right. you're on, and I could put myself on the chat on the set list. Yeah, and right. all the information is there, and we do a bucket right. style open mic where we pick the next performer. Well, maybe maybe clubs that do that now today manually can use our app to ran like do it for them. So yeah. like, right. can we remove oh, barriers smart. so that it that it that we are their right. companion? We don't want to be the place they go for everything because we want them to go on stage. Like for a set, we don't want to compete with stage shows, but we want to be there. And we want to find ways to be an addition and may right. enrich it versus take mm-hmm. over. And I think that's where, um, mm-hmm. but people are so creative, like with zoom, people have done amazing things, but it's not built for comedy, right? Like zoom is not built for ticketing. Build it mm-hmm. is not zoom is not built for one presenter and audience laughing. They have that mode, but that's without audience or right. they have everybody equal. And we've built this like where the performer is, has the highest, level when they're performing the audience still participate but it's it, it strikes that balance and we try to make it as close to the real deal as possible what i love about this is there's a strong practical side to me and you're tickling that guy's belly right now he's loving this i love the idea we, we call him practical it's doug. practical it's doug a, it's, a, it's a small person that lives inside mm-hmm. real doug yeah that is named practical doug yeah. yes i uh yeah p doug p doug there you go yeah <laughs> And yeah. uh, we're gonna go with practical Doug. <laughs> but I love the idea of because this again, you just really sort of blew my mind there that this isn't necessarily just for the performers. This is something that comedy venues could also take advantage of as well. I love the idea of partnering with them because I hate manual bullshit. 
I, uh, I'm doing a, a health audit of myself. I've, I haven't gone to the doctor in years. I'm like, cool, time to do wellness stuff and all this. And I realized how much bureaucratic red tape bullshit that exists in the healthcare world. Uh, I'm going to go do a sleep study because, I don't know, I might have sleep apnea. They're like, on the phone, I have to call this person. I, I call them to make an appointment. And they're like, all right, what's your name? What's your date of birth? Yabba dabba, blah dabba. I'm like, I'm telling my address. I'm telling my social security number. I'm doing email, my phone number, everything. I'm giving them all of this stuff. And then they go, okay, um, you know, you're going to have to print out some forms. I'm like, all right. They're like, do you have a printer? I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, go to this website. Are you ready? I'm like, oh, you're going you're gonna to spell this out to me over the phone? Okay. <laughs> they do it. I go there. They're like, okay, you're going to click on new forms in there, print that out, fill all that stuff out, and then make sure you bring it to us. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, that's annoying. I'm like, you have my email. Could you just email me? All right, whatever. I go to print them out. Guess what I have to do? I have to re-answer re re everything that I just gave her over the phone. I'm like, why are we doing and then what someone's gonna take what i've written down and then put that in somewhere like why am i doing this why are we doing this multiple times yeah. this stuff dry i was so angry about this yesterday i was so i went on a walk with my wife and i'm just like can you believe this they took it over the phone and i have to fill it out again and then someone's gonna have to copy it over what are we doing like i just got so mad and you know so i think about someone manually there like writing people's names down, ripping off a piece of paper, putting it in a bowl, and then being like, oh, and then when it's over, it's like, where's the bowl? We who put the we didn't put the bowl away. We can't pull them out. It's like, just use an app, right? Everyone comes in. It's like, you know, QR code or whatever. It's like, boop, scan it, whatever you're gonna do. We're in here. The person's physically there. We've got it. We can pull it up and be like, cool, here we go. You know, it's just it, it simplifies it, and that stuff makes practical Doug so happy. That's all I want to say. Audience as well, right? Yes, audience. Yeah, for sure. It makes the you show great. Somebody, you see somebody, you're like, oh my god, that person was so good. I want to follow this person. Where do I? I, I don't know. Right where now, to you start. have to know how to spell their name. I mean, that's yes, craziness. Right? Follow me at Jimmy Jimmy Johnson, and you're like Johnson. Is it with two ends or one end? Right. Or they're on stage and they're like, hey, it's going to be Jimmy Johnson. That's Jimmy dot Johnson J O eight. Like, and they have to spell it out right. while they're on stage, and it's. No one's gonna remember that. Yeah. No one's. No one's going. It's Jimmy. Jet. Now is right. it with an I or a Y? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So trying to eliminate those things would be phenomenal, right? And it's to everybody's benefit. And yeah. um, we we started doing that. We you make a profile and you can make it as rich as you want. Some people actually make it very. They don't want any promotion because they want to try it out. Mm -hmm. And like I remember some people saying the other day. Oh, this was the first week I invited some of my friends over because I wasn't, I was not that secure, but yeah. now, now I invite my mom to come watch me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like that was like, they start feeling that confidence. And Justin, to, to, you mentioned something earlier, but that's the biggest, what makes me the proudest if somebody sends me a YouTube video of them performing at a live stage and saying, yeah. I had never been able to do that if it wasn't for you guys. And we're like, yes. That's, that's where we want to mm. see it, right? Mm. I love that. Doug knows that I've talked about since high school. <laughs> I've been trying nearly 20 years now. I've been trying to or I've had this desire to to try out stand up comedy. And I just my mind doesn't where I can be funny in conversation. But when it comes to like writing a joke, my mind just doesn't work that way. And I'm like, there's no way in fucking hell I'm getting up on a stage in front of a room full of people who are only there to perform 
and not there to see everyone else and try out material that I know like this. I'm like, I can't do that. But I'd say but, to you, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but you're, you're the guy that should do it. You should do it because you saying that you're funny in conversation, that means that you want feedback. You want instant feedback. You're like, I want to say something funny and know it's funny right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's fantastic. That's the kind of guys that do stand up. They want to know, they want to be funny. They want feedback. You know what I mean? So but you're your there. app makes it accessible right. though. And so yeah. like that's, I feel like your app could, is that thing where I look at least similar to what Doug said, I was watching the shows and I'm like, I could do this. Like, cause this is, yeah, this is it. just, just low stakes enough to where I, I feel like if, if I bomb, I could just turn the app off and I disappear. Make <laughs> <laughs> your video private and you're gone. <laughs> well, actually we, we added an end set button because there were, at first we had three minutes and you had yeah. to fill it. And okay, yeah. Forrest, kept, Forrest kept telling me we need to end set button. I was like, eh. But then all of a sudden, if somebody's out of material after two minutes, there's a very awkward long minute where you're like, <laughs> and then the next part, the next guy comes in and they're like, yeah, yeah. Wide eyed. Especially I love when, they're, it. when they're not used to any kind of crime, you know, they're yeah. not used. So they're, they're, just, they're out of material. That's the last word on this paper. So that's the last word I'm saying. Right. No, like, now we'll quietly wait. Yikes. Yeah, it's, it was funny. But the end set button has been great. And yeah, if people want, set, yeah. we once had a kid come up for 30 seconds. He was like, hi, I just wanted to try this. Even though he's technically not allowed to because he can't yeah, download yeah. it. If he, but um, he came up. He was 30 seconds. People gave him an applause and he, he left. And he was the proudest kid ever. That's was, awesome. That's so fun, brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's, I yeah. just, yeah, I, I think I love the... I love the approachability and the accessibility that this this app offers because it just it makes you realize, oh, it's something I can try. It's something that it's something that uh, 20 years later uh, I can actually legitimately start thinking about again. All right. Great. So here's the deal. Justin, we need you to commit to showing up on a live show app. I got to go and doing a three minute set. How do I end this set right now? I got to go. Oh, no, baby. Oh no, this is it, man. We need to make a commitment live on this podcast. Now you're, you're never going to know when I go, when I go live, because I'm going to do the thing that they were just talking about is like, it's going to be a few weeks and I'm going to be like, now I'll invite the audience. Nah, man, for me, do it for me. Invite me for that first one. You know, I'll support you. I'll be there, man. I know. I know. You're like, yeah, still not going to do it. (laughs) Busted Bickle. That's a weird name. I've never met a man. Who's this Justin well, A's ass guy? He's got a Lone Ranger mask on. I don't know what he's doing. It's just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So but you the, guys, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ruben. The, when we're talking about like comedians want feedback, that's typically, that's for everybody, but mainly for new people. What um, more established comedians want promotion. They want their name out there. They want to, right. and one of the things that we had done that we hadn't before um, was that people could sign up for a set up front. At the very first time it was the show started, you can add yourself to the set list, but now you can set, add yourself to the set list a day before. And now they start posting, Hey, I'm coming up on this app tonight or tomorrow. And that also started boosting us. Cause now we make nice posters. We promote them. They promote us. And it's like a good connection. And that really helped as well. So yeah. I, like the, the the audience feedback and the signing up up front and the the promotion around it was really when it when it like turned into something where 
we used to we used to have no shows we had like two shows a week because nobody showed up yeah and now we haven't had i think last week was the first time there was a no show at midnight but sure. ever since we've always had shows we had more like i i looked up some numbers we we had one and a half shows a day over the last year with an average of five performers uh, on the show. It's That's phenomenal. amazing. Incredible. But it's all automated. So it's we, we're actually not touching that many buttons. Um, yeah. Obviously, when there are things that we need to check or, or change, but other than that, it's just automated. And that's, yeah. I think, is also the nice thing about it. It's just, it's standardized. No, there's no, it just goes from one to another. You don't have to know anybody. There's no, there's no barrier. You just go, you do your mm -hmm. thing. And, and I think people like that. Yeah, I think uh, what this what we're trying to say here is if you're listening or you're watching, if you're curious, now's the time. Yep. Hop on a live show. Just go check out some shows. Just start there. Yeah. Check it out. See how it works. Uh, and, and then if you're if you're just even a little bit curious, hop on and try it. Do it. There's there's like right. Justin said, low stakes here. There's no yeah, nothing to lose. Nothing to yeah. lose. Give it a nothing shot. See what it is and try it out. Like now's now's your time, man. You're not getting any younger. Go give it a shot. See if you can do it. We'll be welcome. I feel you like you're talking welcome. to me now, Doug, and I don't like that. Justin, here's the thing. <laughs> I want to say that in two weeks' time, I expect you to be on the uh, Thursday night show. All right? That's what I'm just <laughs> saying. That's what I'm saying. Forties well, around the corner, man. Forties around the corner. Come on. Let's make it happen. I just got a knot in my stomach. There you go. See? That's why you got to do this. Um, obviously Forrest and Ruben, uh, you two have known each other for a while. Um, yeah. and, uh, there's tales of you two back in the day, uh, being in a cover band together. Um, yes. Something about yeah. under control. Under yeah. control. Under control. So this <laughs> yeah. was our Swedish cover band. So we were, we were both in a foreign, that's how we met. We were both in the foreign exchange, exchange student program to Sweden. He was from Belgium. I'm from the U.S. And we were both in the same school. And uh, they had us in these dorms on the opposite sides of town. And basically, I got kicked out of my dorm. <laughs> so I'm like, where do I live? And Ruben's like, he's got this monster room. And he's like, we can put a hide -a bed in there. You can live here. And I'm like, okay. And then we started a band. <laughs> I mean, really, that's not that different from how it went. It was, uh, <laughs> you remember the name of this, why the name of the band was Under Control? Oh, yeah. We were in the Swedish, like, we had to do, like, Swedish lessons, like, like, yeah. like, learn Swedish. And it was like, it was like conversational. It was like, hi, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm blah, blah, blah. How are you? And it says, I'm under control. Like, I was like, everything's under control. I was like. Yeah, under they, control, and it was like it was. It sounded the same. Exactly. And it, <laughs> I so love that. that. Yeah. So, what were your guys's? Uh, I, what would like a normal set list be, or greatest hits that you would play? First of all, what, 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 who played what? what? What were your instruments? Yes, let's start there. I was lead singer and rhythm guitar. I guess backing guitar. I wouldn't quite say rhythm. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ruben was lead guitarist and Ooh. backup vocals a little bit. And then uh, we had Igron. He was the bassist. And then we had Linda. She was the drummer. And we all met what? at this school. They were all, so like, Linda was from Florida. Tigran and me were both from Michigan. We went to the same school. 
and Ruben went from Belgium. So that was, the, was, that so, was the band. And the set list was like, oh, let's do like Blink 182, like some like, yes! like funk band. Like, now we're talking. We did Operation easy. Ivy. It's easy. Like ska songs was great. And then yeah. yeah, Tigran was like, everybody got to pick one song. And Tigran goes, I want interstate love song from from Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> now we gotta really learn how to play things. <laughs> like, oh my god, now we have to like learn how to play a like actual song where it's like <laughs> punk, punk and ska is just like dee, 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 dee. Yeah. And it was like oh. and then yeah. And we had one self written hit was one self written uh, song. Yeah, my love for you is amplified. It was beautiful. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I w- Tell me somewhere that that song exists online. Can that be found, or can Ooh. it be posted? It's. I know we this have is... a record. It's like the worst recording. We had one recording of it on like VHS. For VHS. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that era. It wasn't like VHS yeah. era. That's just how they gave it to me. <laughs> like I guess I'll put it in the thing somewhere. That's hilarious. Well, this is 2003, so like the internet was fa- like. Yeah, internet was was not anymore. a thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like we still was so u- we're using MSN Messenger and stuff. Oh like, yeah, it was that old. Yeah, I remember MSN yeah. Messenger. That was Hell the shit yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I want to just like name drop old text. That's whenever someone brings up an old text, I'm just like, I want to say this name. I want to. Say, it's like don't do that. No one, right? no one knows what you're talking about. In, in fairness, I, we're in the same boat because I was just like, yeah, then it got uploaded to the Winamp player. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Winamp, dude. Oh, Winamp. <laughs> nice nice. drop. Yes. You can always tell when people are of around the same age when <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah, for our generation, it's things like Winamp, Napster, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. People are like, oh, yeah, I remember. Hotmail. 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 Oh, yeah. love my Hotmail account. Yeah. MacDaddy154 yeah. at Hotmail.com. <laughs> Hit me up. But we, but we, um, but luckily the, the student dorm that we were in was like a, um, it was outside of the, I would say city or village that we were okay. in, but they had like a, a, a rec center and they had like a, an old basement with like old amps and, and, and we knew somebody that said, Oh, we cleaned it up and it's just standing there. So we had like a, a weekly jam session, oh. a weekly like rehearsal. And they had all the instruments. So we didn't have yeah. any instruments. Right, so yeah. we didn't what? have. They had drums, they had multiple guitars and a bass and microphones and a mixer. We were like, awesome. So we're in there like having fun playing songs. We're like, we should try to do this. And then Ruben, didn't you go buy a guitar? No, you no, had your acoustic. Tigran bought a bass, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So Tigran bought a bass. That was the only official equipment that the whole band had. That's, and then all we, the shows that we went to, we would take everything out of the practice. <laughs> we had to ask. It was like in a school. We had to go up to like the principal. We're like, hey, can we take all the kids' equipment for a day? We're gonna play a show at a bar and get drunk. Oh, that's amazing! Honestly, like, what a, a great just section of your life to to have. Like, we were in Sweden and we were in a cover band. We borrowed instruments from a school. We got paid in chicken wings. Hey, like, that's like, we got food. Food. incredible. I kind of miss the days of that. Part? You know. We go all day, dude. The funniest part of the whole show was that we played this whole show, right? And there's no backstage. There's like, you know, when you go to those bars and they have like a male and female bathroom, 
and they have mm-hmm. this, like a little divot in the wall that has the yeah. door on either side. So that's next to the stage. <laughs> so like we get off the stage, we're like, hey, we did it. We go and we just literally are like around the corner. Everyone can still see us. We're like, <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> and then they start saying encore. Right? Like, oh god. Oh, cool. uh, we played every song we knew. We played every single one. So we had nothing. We were like, uh <laughs> so we we're like And set and set, you know? <laughs> Where's that button? Where's that button? So we go back up there and we we're like, so we don't know any more songs. <laughs> you can play one again. Yeah. So we're like, I think well, I went up and we're like, Do you remember this song we played? Or this song, which one do you want? I like we. It was. <laughs> and we just replayed a song again. So we did the same song. It was Dropkick Murphys. We did the same song twice. Nice. You're like, who wants oh to hear what's God, my yeah. age again? Again, right? because we're gonna do it. Here we go. <laughs> what an awesome way to like and learn that started. stuff. Yeah. The week after we got to play, like the it was like the end of the semester, and we got a to play. And we're like, okay. The- we need to practice an encore song for if they ask us back. <laughs> we we practice this encore song, and the show ends, and they don't say encore. You're <laughs> like, oh, I'm out. I'm like, oh, I'm behind the curtain. Like, encore, encore. <laughs> Maybe it'll it, pick up. Right? It's just dead silent. You guys pop up. I'm sorry. Did you guys say something? Encore? <laughs> it, it, no. Heard, no. No one said anything. <laughs> I was ordering corn. <laughs> right. What, what'd you hear? I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing because so, I I was I, I was in a cover band in high school and the hardest part was finding a place to practice. So we didn't yeah, practice. We really so right. uh, you know uh, we just sort of like we're winging it. And uh, when I look back, I'm like, man, if we just would have practiced regularly, probably would have been pretty good. Wouldn't have made it very far, but I'm like, we would have been better than what we were. Um, and yeah, we were really good at ten songs. Hey, <laughs> oh, wait, we could not find a drummer for the life of us. Yeah, and yeah, then Linda knew she knew piano. Piano, and so Four was like, if you know piano, you know how to move your feet and do your hands. So, Smart, and she and she did. And but she was this tiny little uh, girl. So behind the drums, you could like only see her hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so tiny. So and she was amazing. She I just crushed on it. That's uh, hilarious. That's so much we fun. Had a great time. Oh my gosh. I recently found some posters back. Ah! Like we, we I still made, have made mine. I still have there. mine. They oh, made a poster brilliant. for us at the bar. And it's just goo. And you did it in Photoshop. And it's like yeah. the funniest post. We look like little tiny kids. We're like, yeah. we're like trying to look cool. Uh, it was, it was good. We the have band hats. Waffies. You had band hats? Yeah. I Y'all wore tags, right? They were like like old men, like uh Irish hats. Tag hats, like the Ah, okay. Oh, oh yes, yes. Do you yeah. what do you think the odds are of under control doing your reunion show? <laughs> I think I'm just we saying. need to write another song, first of all. <laughs> we only have one. Right. <laughs> comeback song. The comeback song. Yeah, but we have to call it the comeback song. The under control <laughs> well, comeback. Well, We'll let you know. We're going to hang out this summer, uh, me and Forrest. So we'll, uh, we'll try Perfect. to uh, record something. There we go. Please Maybe on the me. app. On the app. There you go. We, actually, we used to do music and uh, spoken word as well on the app. Oh, sweet. Uh, oh, really? And we, al- we alternated nights. Um, but it was. To our if you do too much, you, you do. Like, we're like, you know yeah. what? Let's focus on. And it made more sense with comedy because, like, music, you don't want to hear audience like talk during your song yeah you want to like play your song and then get feedback 
or you could do that on YouTube. You could, you could do that anywhere. Yeah. But that live aspect on in comedy is really great. But maybe for the staged open mics or the stage shows, music might make sense. It might be a, a good right. one. Because yeah. one of the things that I think this tool is great for as well is for recruiters or people like trying to find talent. Bookers. Yeah. Bookers. They could, they could use it. And because we have now all these sets, archives, Forrest has the idea of the Tinder for comedy. Huh. For art, where you could just like give feedback right away like you're like oh you like this joke you swipe swipe left and that that makes your stats go up and, oh cool and oh. and something like that so forest has a better explanation for it but something <laughs> in that vein that's so, really cool i like that a lot so given the, the times that we're in right now um you know with pandemic and slowly things are kind of opening up kind of not what do you think is missing in the stand-up world right now like what what do you think we're lacking or you know do you think we're going to go back to normal at this point in time like what what do you think comedy the think, comedy stamp world is missing right now yeah so i think it'd be foolish to go back to normal because not not for safe i mean sure covid safety sure whatever i, I but if you're vaccinated that's a different game and then i understand that completely i want stage shows i feel like they really support each other i think that what stage shows and when you that's what i think of the old way like stage shows like the way of what the go back to normal right the normal way is to be a completely anonymous comedian doing the best you can completely anonymously and hoping that someone thinks you're good right and then you just continuously do it until someone until finally you start getting shows and then you can start continuously fighting forever right, right. and and that's great in a way because you get very i mean when you when you win, you win, you know, when you win, you win big, you know, but it's just so non-supportive. The whole scene is just not supportive at all. Like comedians are supportive kind of with each other, but they're always battling each other. They don't really, there's no, there's a lot of comedians that never talk to each other. They're the same mics all the time. I mean, right. It's, it's just, it's time I feel for stand-up comedy to bring into, bring in the live stream, right. To make it so that, bring in a technical factor so that we can take all that stuff that sucks about stand-up comedy and get rid of it. So it can just be about you doing stand-up. Like, wouldn't it be a lot easier to be good at stand-up if all you had to worry about was your jokes? Like where right. if you went to a show, you didn't have to worry about if you remembered your cards or if you had your, your notebook, you know, you, you got it in your phone, right? You right. can go to the show. You can say, I know I got 50 people that watch me when I do shows on live stream. Why can't I bring them to the stage? Now I've got 50 plus whoever's in the audience there and they get to hear me really do it. Right. And I, I just feel like that's the, the missing piece that we're trying to fill. Right. Is that there's a whole world of connectivity and stand up comedy is very isolated from in yep. general. And, it, and that's how it's always been. Right. And it is happening. People right yeah. now live stream to, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, Zoom, on stage. But these tools are not built for what we're trying to do. And like, like I was talking about that before, but one of the Zoom shows that I watched, people would like put in how, like their Venmo. Like, hey, if you like this comedian, here's a Venmo. And it was like in, in the comments. But like mm -hmm. once that Zoom, Zoom show is over, you, you're done. Like that, that is gone. Right, how right. can we, how can we really make it vertically focusing right. on comedy and build all those tools and build a and I community think that's something. like the zoom shows really you have to bring everybody 
You know, like if you have a Zoom show and you want people to be there, you have to say, hey, come to my show, come to my show, come to my show. You have to really promote the hell out of it, right? right. And a lot of those people are going to be silent in the audience because they just don't have mics, right? They're just literally watching people have a good time. Right. And uh, I, I just feel like that the community aspect is completely void on Zoom. You know, like if you do a, if you produce the same show on a live show, you're going to have audience members, even if you didn't, we do the promotion. You know what I mean? So like, right. you're going to, not to say that we don't want you to help promote, we need you to promote, but we also put in the effort and we help you, we give you posters. And think about this. We have on average, I'd say about 10 to 15 audience members at every mic. You wow. think every single mic person is going out and, and, telling all their friends, maybe a couple, but there's a lot of people that just go to shows. They're yeah. just there to watch shows. So a notification that comes up and says, Hey, there's a show in my, in the app and it's Bob's comedy hour. And he's got five guys. They're going to go to it. You right. know what I mean? Because that's the community we're building. We're building a community of people that want to watch stand up comedy right now. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I want comedians to take advantage of that. And I want producers to take advantage of it. And I want us all to hook up and find, you know, I just want everybody to just maximize their potential. And really that's what it comes down to is that maximizing your potential and this using the app as a toolkit makes your potential much more accessible. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Well, and, and I think too, oh, sorry, go ahead. Nope. Justin, go ahead. I was going to say too, uh, with that, like you, uh, you know, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but your your reach is so much broader because with a, a when you're at a physical live comedy show, right. you're playing to that room and that's it. And if you're live streaming it, maybe you hit this, but now you have the potential to interact with and share the stage with people, comedians from all over the world. You know, I could be mm -hmm. doing something from Chicago and then next up is a guy from Ireland and then a girl yep. from, you know, Hong Kong and that it, it doesn't matter. That's not restricted. And what a great way to be uh, exposed to different forms of comedy or different, you know, because comedy is going to play differently depending on where you are in the world. And so you might be introduced to a whole new style of comedy that you didn't even realize existed in a small community. And we're at Nova Scotia. I don't know. But like, that's what a cool way to to bring the global comedy community together, too. I yeah, do. No. I, I wish. One of my goals is, was like you open the app and there's live comedy at that moment, like mm. all the time. Yeah. Like right now you open the app and there's a show at mm -hmm. nine and at midnight. And that I think is, is one of the blockers right now. But for that, we need much more people that want to produce and that want, cause like if yeah, we automate really everything, we, we don't know, like we want to have a handle on it. We don't want things to go crazy or, somebody being super rude or nobody like uh, moderating things. So, so for that, I think we're going to get to hopefully to a stage where you can just create your show right there. You click on it and you do it. And, and if people come, it's because it's a great show. If people yeah. don't come, it's, I think uh, clubhouse is a great example there. People starting communities, they just get the room and they do whatever they want to do there. And it has a lot of success and people are very creative on that. And I think that's where I want to start looking into unlocking that creativity online as well and on stage. So like, that's, that's where we want to head to, but we're, it's just too early. We just, we're only three people. It's just, 
Boris, me, and my sister-in-law, <clears throat> and that's it. We yeah. and but luckily with podcasts like this, hopefully we could uh, we get our name out a little bit more. Absolutely, and what what you've done with three people is absolutely incredible too. So just yeah, again, kudos to you guys for that. Yeah, um, great. Hi, Doug. I was gonna say, I think also something that you, you've kind of also uh, we touched on earlier, but, you know, I've heard lots of stories about, you know, c- up and coming comedians that have to do barking, right? Like they have to go and try and hand out, you know, hey, if you take these 50 flyers and you give them, you can get like X amount of people to show up, then you can get some stage time. Like yep. people don't have to slog through the uh, the journey you know of what this is this again something that you've always had to do it because that's what you had to do you had to prove how much you want it's like yeah it's like now just hop up man because what you do that at at one in the morning at a club when there's like what a handful of people left anyway you know so yeah instead of having to do all that you know just and there's nothing wrong with that too right if that's what you want to do you want to be part of that experience and you live there it's like yeah i want to i want to i want to great and like you said you're not saying it's this or that it can be both you could do. I also think, yeah. But given given some more controls to the comedians would be fan- phenomenal, right? If you could be going to a club and say, "Hey, I'm Forrest. I'm on this app. Look, I have a thousand cool points and I have uh, 500 followers. If you put me up tonight, you're guaranteed 100 more tickets for five dollars." Right. Wouldn't and like it, it's like a bargain, and then and then there's no discussion about like buying your recording afterwards like you brought value to the club yeah. and now it, it it adds value on both sides and right. and i think that's that would be phenomenal i don't know how realistic that is and i also don't know how much power we have but we can only try like it's more grassroots right like right if we have this good good amount of of comedians rooting for us and saying this is like saying I only come to your show if you stream it on the live show. That would be like phenomenal, right? Like that would be where we want to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, fingers crossed. It's 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 a journey. Yeah, <laughs> we're learning. Our best. yeah. well, and there's there's one more idea that I think that uh, we had for kind of a, a type of showcase or something that you guys could put on a live show and stream. And Doug and I have been working workshopping this for. I'd say about 302 episodes now, and mm-hmm. uh, the name of the of it is. Welcome to the throwdown. You entered the throwdown. Welcome to the throwdown, guys. So the way this works is uh, we put two people, things, concepts into an arena. Uh, they fight to the death, and we have to argue which one we think would come out the other side. So uh, hope you got your thinking caps on because this one's going to be a real doozy. Justin, are you ready? This week's throwdown is a comedic throwdown featuring George Carlin versus Robin Williams. So. Oh, hold on. <laughs> there we go. So. My mouse just wasn't in the right place. I was like, ah, we're just, we're not going to have the trumpets. It's cool. <laughs> um, so we have in one corner, uh, we two, two legends is what we've got here. We've got George Carlin. <laughs> and, and this isn't necessarily like, oh, which comedy or what? This is literally a fight to the death. Which two, which of these two. Like in their prime, they, 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 yeah, not, not old man, Carlin. We're talking yeah. about like, yeah, like seventies, you know, uh, he's, he's at the top of his, uh, 
the the top of the crest, Carlin. I mean, we could say coked up Robin Williams if you want. If that's at his, his peak, I don't know. It's whatever the peak is for you. It's 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 it's, it's yeah. For but you I to feel choose. like that just gives an unfair advantage to Williams. It could be. I mean, you know, because Carlin's all mellowed out in weed, and Robin's just like coked up. He's ready yeah. to go. Yeah. I got a feeling they both did coke. Guys. Yeah, I, I, I think that's also I think that's also a fair point. That's a good point. It's a fair point. That's a fair point. So I look at historian. um, I look at like George Carlin as well. He seems like a taller, kind of more wiry guy. You know, Robin, I think, was shorter. I don't know. I don't have the stats here. Let's pull up the stats. I have the stats. Oh, he's got them. Oh, he's got stats. George Carlin is five nine. Robin Williams is five seven. Okay, so roughly about the same. Shorter than I thought they were. That's interesting. Okay. I thought Robin Williams was shorter. I, I was I was expecting him to be like five four for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, I thought so as well. But this is this is what I found. But not true. Not true. Okay. No. So also, Robin hmm. Williams is from Chicago, and George Carlin is from Manhattan. All right. So both from urban areas, you know, coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Robin Williams brings energy. You know, that's my he big does, thing. And I- He's got such a, I mean, similar to their, I feel like their fighting styles would be very similar to their comedy styles where Carlin would be like very like precise and cutting and Williams would be just like manic and you don't know where he's going to come from next. Yeah. He's hairy too. He is. Williams is the <laughs> hairiest purses. Like if he shaves, <laughs> if he shaves his body, first of all, he'd be more aerodynamic, right? Second of all, you can pluck those things, man. That is a weakness. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of weaknesses all over your whole body. Right. Also, I would say I would beg, I would argue that George Carlin, if you're going to take their homes, their original birthplaces, as maybe to influence their styles, yeah. I would say that Chicago would say that I would think of that as more of a multi-attack. So I would say that Robin Williams would be more an expert at guns. Okay. Ah, interesting. Okay. All right. And then while George Carlin is from Manhattan and it's close proximity, you're in the subway. So I'm saying he's better with magnets. Right. Okay. So it so if it's a close reach fight and there's no weapons, I think the knife guy wins. I think the knife guy the guy who knows close combat wins. Hmm. So well, and he's an got two inches of reach. That's an interesting angle. I like that. That's, that's true. Interesting. For some reason, I just imagine Rob Williams just has like a lot of power behind him. I just watched Hook yeah, last night with my daughter. MMA, so, right? Yeah, he like right? does. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he right, just yeah, he like, just seems like he would be. But the thing too is like I also see Carlin is like wait, like Justin said, like waiting for that right time to strike. Right, like he's just waiting. He's maybe not phased by all the the blustery stuff, and he's just kind of the guy guy that's just gonna be like, all right, now and then like punch or something like that. Um, but I, I just think the energy that Robin Williams bring is, I think, a huge. Yeah. I think it's a huge bonus to him because he would um, also really good be good at faking going down, right? And then and then like pretend he's dead or hurt, and then come back up. Robin right? is a good actor. He really yeah, is, right? Like I imagine he could he could maybe put some sort of uh, devious spin on whatever he's doing. Like he could, yeah, he could he could fake something out and then come through in the end. So I I think I'm leaning towards Robin Williams on this. Or like step on the chair and be like, oh, Captain, my Captain, and <laughs> jump on him, you know, with all his hair. Somehow inspire <laughs> him or something, you know, like yeah. superpowers way into this because because if you look at their movie base, mm. right. Uh, Robin Williams, besides Hook, has mostly I'm a normal human movie, right? But yeah. but George Carlin 
He's in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Right. And he's in Dogma. These are all oh, supernatural right. powers, right? So not only can he control time, right? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Rufus, Bill and Ted's yeah. Bogus Journey, almost kind of Bill and Ted face music. Uh, Dogma, he is uh, holy, right? Like he's like, uh, isn't he like a uh, uh, angel of some sort in Dogma? I, th- I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, he's like a messenger angel. Yeah. Imagine they're flying up. Because he's Peter Pan and Hook, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, like flying up and they fight in the air. There we that go. Also, I think then, you're forgetting one important thing. You're forgetting one important thing. Flubber. I mean, you cannot leave out <laughs> Flubber in this in this Why equation, would I leave that out? right? That's the only one. That's the only one to to take. Or he comes out. Any of his other ones. Or he comes out as Mrs. Doubtfire, and then. He's full of tricks. Like, oh, I can't punch. I can't punch an old lady. Uh, yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going on. I feel like I'm moving over to Rob Lowe because right now we've got him as a knife, a sword expert because of Hook. Yeah. They both can fly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, you got to say that, 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 uh, you got to give time travel Carlin, which is a big win for him, right? Because that means that you can lose and come back. You can start over and try again. True. It'll depending like depending like on what sort of time travel rules you play by, yes. <laughs> depending. Infinite universes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Rob Williams was Mork, you know, from Mork and Mindy. I mean, he's true. got extraterrestrial, right? So he might true. even be superpowered naturally. Yeah, right? I got to go Rob Williams. I think I it's, go yeah, I think it's got to be Rob yeah. Williams. I feel like, yeah, we're doing it. It's going to be Rob Williams! Wow. Wow. We did it. He's we got legend, there. So. It was, it was, it was a tough one, but it was good. Yeah. Um, Forrest and Ruben, this has been an absolute delight. Uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. This is the part of the show uh, where we do recommendations and also anything you want to promote. So, um, if there's, you know, obviously something you guys would like to shout out, if you want to share your socials, by all means. And if there's anything you'd like to recommend, TV show, book, comic, movie, music, whatever you got, the floor is yours, Ruben. Uh, let's start with you. I I've been a big fan. I don't think. Forces, but I've been a big fan of Lin Manuel Miranda, and I even though Hamilton is the uh, the show, I've always been in, in the Heights guy. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing, and they were gonna announce the movie last year, but because of COVID, they they moved it up, and it came out this week. And that's my my plan tonight is to watch that, and um, so that's definitely for me a recommendation. It's like uh, it's like an, a very strange mix of latin and 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 rap and like it it, it kind of doesn't make sense but they make it all make sense together but that's uh that's uh on my end and then yeah anything um on the app that we're doing right now is is really focusing on like how can we make it better with people going out so any producers out there any clubs that want to experiment with what we are doing right now i want to be part of this journey um we'd love to talk to you so uh we have support at a live show app.com, a live show app on every social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter are our main ones and Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's on me. Awesome. You, okay. So everyone should listen to more ska music. I want to start with that. Uh, it's <laughs> the best music ever made. And anyone who doesn't like it, I don't talk. Okay. Uh, it's a great form of sound and i don't know what happened where everyone was like oh it's not cool anymore 
I want to find that guy. I'm going to beat him up. <laughs> okay, so ska is the best music. Let's make that clear. Number two, books. Dark Tower series, if you get a chance, anybody. It's a really great series. It's actually the, the series that got me back into reading a long time ago. And uh, and I didn't think that it would be Stephen King who got me back into reading because I just kind of feel like he's like beyond me in a certain sense to maybe writes for a different era or something, but this changed my mind on all that. So dark t- and I'm also reading Ready Player Two right now. Oh, cool. Uh, this is the sequel to Ready Player One, which I think everyone has read in the whole world, uh, but it's a great book as well. At least I'm, I'm working through it right now. Promotionally, uh, say I'm backing Ruben up on this. We really want people that produce shows in clubs, that produce shows not in clubs, in bars. If you produce a show live, and you want to be able to increase your fan base, where is the app to get you to do that super easy? I mean, we make it so easy. And we're, we'd love to show you how to do it and talk to you about it and show, tell you our plan because we want to support you guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for me. Uh, same thing, support of the live show app.com. And I don't know, man. Hopefully you'll see me on stage sometime. Sweet. But you'll definitely see me in the app. That's awesome. Real quick, top two ska bands. Go. Uh, Operation Ivy and uh, Suicide Machines. I love it. I love it. You heard it here. Ska is not dead. And under control. (laughs) And under control. control. Naturally, yeah. We're a ska cover band. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Justin, what do you got? Well, I'm going to mirror what Ruben said. And last night I actually watched In the Heights and uh, definitely, definitely go check it out. Um, I was a big fan of the the, I did not get to see Hamilton live, unfortunately, but I got to watch it when it uh, when it went to streaming and loved it. And I was very excited for this. Um, The uh, director of Crazy Rich Asians is uh, the one who directed this one. And um, I I think from a visual standpoint, it's absolutely beautiful uh the story is great i think the music is is stunning so all all over it just works um so please go check that out it's on hbo max right now and then also apple tv plus please check out ted lasso because it's one of the best series ever created was that season two started already season two was on july 23rd nice yeah i loved it it was so good all right justin quick question quick question actually actually Sorry. No, go ahead. In Ted Lasso's, what you should watch at in 40 minutes is the Euro 2020 game, Belgium versus Russia. Because right now it's Euro 2020. There it's we go. The European Cup. Anyhow. That. Soccer. That. <laughs> no one's gonna now. That. No one's going to so, do that, Ruben. <laughs> you just told everyone a, a thing that they set everyone up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this show that you don't know existed, you don't know where to watch, and you don't care about it at all. <laughs> exactly. The trifecta it's, of apathy. Uh, I it's, kind of, it's kind of uh, what a live show is. <laughs> uh, Justin, real quick question. Uh, yes. In the Heights, better or worse than Newsies? Uh, well, I've never seen Newsies, but I'm going to... That's just, all the uh, answer I need. No, I'm gotcha. going to inherently say better. No, nope, I don't think so. I don't think you could beat you know young Christian You're not the Bale. The king of the world. Ah, see, Forrest gets it. He gets it. <laughs> um, that's the only musical that, for some reason, I don't mind is Newsies. Don't know yeah. why, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, Doug. The thing is, you will hate this movie, so oh, don't watch it. Thank you. But ev- is- to everyone else, I yeah. 
This is not a Doug recommendation. This is everyone else. Exactly. This isn't always about me. It's about everyone else. I get it. Um, Same with Forrest. I don't think he's going to be. <laughs> we the, the funny thing is, me and Forrest are so different in taste and so yeah. many things. Yeah. But I think that's what is so fun is that if you're like with people that you like everything the same, it just uh-huh. gets really boring. So yeah, um, we have a fan that uh, is from Australia, and he it's it's gotten to the point now. Whenever he likes a movie, we're all like, hmm, I wonder. Mm. I don't think we're gonna like it because he really likes it. <laughs> and it's we've seen a consistent thing now where we're like, hmm. Okay. All right. Don't know. Uh, so I, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, for me, my recommendation is there's a uh, parody band called Sunrise Skater Kids, and uh, they just released a new single called Still Posy. Uh, it's basically making fun of people who are choosing to be positive while ignoring everything around them. This guy, uh, Jared Alonge, essentially is the Weird Al Yankovic of the pop punk world. And uh, absolutely love their stuff. And they just released this uh, single last week. So you can catch it out on Spotify and YouTube and all that stuff. It's called Still Posy by Sunrise Skater Kids. Also, while you're out there, don't forget to follow MindGap on all your social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, be sure to like and follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash MindGap Podcast. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. We do our uh, recordings of our podcast, whatever, but typically Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central. And we live stream our video game sessions Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Central. So come check us out there. And check us out on YouTube for all of our episodes as well as highlights and clips from our show. You can also check out Justin online as well on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Samsung Podcast, all the places where you consume your podcast. Share us, like us, rate us, review us, subscribe, all those things. The big one is sharing, though. Just copy the link to an episode that that you hold dear to your heart, send it out to your social network and say, hey, everyone, I think you'll like these uh, knuckleheads. They do funny things that would mean the world to us. Also, 2east8th.com slash mindgap. And then just keep an an eye on all of 2east8th's stuff at 2east8th on, or 2east8th on social media. I should probably know my companies. (laughs) Probably. I don't, but (laughs) find us, 2east8th. We're there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) once again Forrest and Ruben thanks so much for hanging out with us this was an absolute pleasure and uh, I can't recommend enough go check out a live show app um, and if you're curious try it out otherwise just hang out enjoy some shows it's a really good time thank you both for being here this has been wonderful thanks for having us Uh, and I just want to say Justin thank you Doug thank you Twitch thank you Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.